Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. In on the breakaway, McDavid! Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game 53. It solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points. This is Darn on there. They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, one-timer from an are still ahead here in Edmonton. This is Mike Smith. Zach Cassian. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the Pooley Army back barring in. Love save made by Smith. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30 Chet. Canadiana for you, the Arkells, one of their latest hits. Along with K Filet, that's called You Can Get It, and that's how we open Oilers Now on this fine Wednesday in the Capital Region. Brendan Escott here with you alongside Cody Jansen on the show that you know is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. So the Oilers riding high after a 3-0 home stand to start this regular season they are in the air as of about seven and a half minutes ago they are on their way to the desert for a pair uh, one against phoenix or, or arizona in glendale i guess they'll be in phoenix what year am i operating out of and then they'll be in vegas and then they'll spend a couple days in vegas thereafter to uh, do a little team bonding and that sort of thing before the games uh, re-engage next week but 
taking care of business at home. They did so against uh, a surprisingly active and energetic Anaheim team last night at Rogers Place, Cody. I thought that Anaheim, coming off the back-to-back, being a younger team, I mean, kind of a wild card in that sense. And you know the Oilers weren't taking them lightly, but I don't think the Oilers anticipated surrendering five goals to that young team. And fortunately for the home side, they have the talent to outscore their mistakes as they did last night. Sometimes that's how you're going to have to win a hockey game. They all count the same, but you know, I got the sense last night from the players, the coaching staff, and we'll get into this in the audio vault that uh, yeah, it was a bit of an ugly one. Yeah, not too often you allow five goals and still win the hockey game. So you can obviously see the Oilers' firepower there. But also, even in the pregame press conferences and stuff, there there wasn't too much respect given to this Anaheim team. And they do have some young talent. They got some guys who can move well. Trevor Zegris. We didn't see Mason McTavish last night, unfortunately, but Jamie Drysdale on the back end. He was a fifth overall pick uh, in 2020. He had uh, he had the overtime winner the night before. I thought he looked excellent. Uh, Anthony Stolarz in playing in place of John Gibson. So again, we didn't get to see the A1 goaltender that Anaheim presented. But nonetheless, a 6-5 final. So we'll break it down throughout the course of today's show, as well as previewing the next couple. We'll do that with our Wednesday cast of characters. That's Brian Lawton from the NHL Network. Uh, we'll hear from him after the 12.30 news. David Staples, Provincial Affairs columnist, cult of hockey writer at the Edmonton Journal at 105 today. And then we'll go double-barreled in the final half hour of the show. NHL insider John Shannon and then Edmonton Oil Kings head coach Brad Lauer. That team, uh, they're 4-2, 0-1 right now are the Oil Kings. Uh, I think a lot of people think they're going to be the class of the Eastern Conference, but struggling a little bit to score some goals just 16 on the season through seven games so uh, we'll, uh, we'll get some thoughts on Lauer as to what's gone wrong there but I can tell you right now they've got a lot of their top players who have spent a lot of time up at NHL camps and so maybe that cohesiveness has been a bit of a, a, tr- a struggle out of the gate. Could you imagine if they had Jake Neighbors on that team right now? Like, he is surprising everyone in St. Louis. I know you've talked with Andy Strickland before, mm-hmm. but they've got nothing but good things to say about this kid. Well, such a character, uh, you know, a character player. He's a true leader. He's one of the most down-to-earth young men I've had the pleasure of interviewing, you know, at the junior hockey level. So no surprise that he's catching early success there with the big club. But you know the Oil Kings in what should be a year where they can push for the Memorial Cup. They'll want him back. So we'll get some thoughts uh, from Brad Lauer again coming up at about 1.45 today. But we got a hockey game to break down. I want to know what you thought of things last night. Mike Smith leaving the game early. Zach Cassian had a pair of goals. Evan Bouchard played almost 20 minutes, looking great again. Whatever it is you want to weigh in on, you can do so on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more. We are on Twitter. The show is at Oilers Now. I am at Brendan Escott. That's, as you know, Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. I have been identified by that moniker in public now. Thanks, Bob. Uh, Cody is at Janner31 underscore. As we go to uh, today's top, well, actually, let's well, let's punt the brakes on that, Brendan. Calm down for a second here. I can tell you also, you can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063, that number as well. Live entertainment is back at the River Cree, the Eagles Tribute Band, Hotel California. They're coming to town on Friday, October 20. 
29th. The details there at RiverCreeResort.com. I don't want to jump the gun because the top story today is certainly this uh, two-game road swing. But we better revisit the audio recap from last night. It was uh, a busy one, as it would be when 11 goals are scored. And we'll do that for our friends at Direct Workwear. Specialized to work with your business. Outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. Cam Moon, Bob Stoffer, the call last night on the Oilers radio network. Oilers look to go 3-0 to start the season, something they've only done six times in their 42-year history. Pass across to Zegras, gets it low, shot, scores, going in, jumping into the play, and putting it upstairs was Kevin Shattenkirk. Nugent Hopkins steps out of the left in front of the net, Cassian scores! Zach Cassian was on the back door, and this game's tied at one. And he'll get a low to Henrique right in front, what a save made by Mike Smith off of Trevor Zegras into center ice dry saddle. He'll give it to McDavid. Scores! Connor McDavid! He goes five hole! And the Oilers have a 2 1 lead. Quick shot by Lundestrom in the save. Rebound tipped in, and this game's all tied up at two. Down low, Nugent Hopkins walks it in front. It goes off a skate. McDavid to Scores! In over the line, drops it to Getzlaff. He'll whip it across. Quick shot, scores. Following that up and just burying it was Delorier. And now down the left wing, jabbed on net, scores. Sam Steele down the left wing, pulls it to the front and gets it past Smith. And the Ducks are up 4-3. I think we're going to see a change here in terms of maybe what's happening with Nurse and Tyson Berry. That's a tough uh, tough Harris pass across. How about a one-timer? Directly in front. Scores! Zach Cassian with a redirect. And the Oilers have tied the game at four. Now to Bouchard. And he took a swat at it. Couldn't get it in. In front of the net. Scores! A bank shot off the netminder. And the Oilers are up 5-4. There's a guy who once said... You don't score on 100% of the shots you don't take. Evan Bouchard just banked it off a of stool. He just tries to play it to an open spot on the ice, and it said it ricocheted off the left pad on Anthony Stolars. Yeah, I honestly still don't know how it, uh, it kind of went in, but I'll take it. And that was what we thought was going to be the game-winning goal. Anaheim snuck in another one there, and then uh, McDavid's empty netter ended up being the game winner. So this is a top line on the Oilers that through three games has combined for 22 points. Welcome to the top line, Yessa Pugliarvi. He has looked the part. I'm going to ask this of our guests, but to me... The doubt is gone with this player. The hockey IQ with Pugliarvi has risen to a level where I, I think that basically we've seen the floor of what we're going to see from him, you know, on a nightly basis. He just he's in the right spots. He's he's using the the big long stride to get to the right spots of the ice. It looks very different with him operating on the ice. And I don't need to tell you about the other two, other than to say that Leon's first goal last night was in fact his two hundredth career goal. He became the fifth fastest oiler to do that. Uh, it was actually Hyman's first assist as an oiler. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. 
From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. On that goal as well. Uh, but Leon, uh, in some pretty good company, as I'm sure you can imagine among the Oilers Hall of Famers, as far as the fifth fastest to 200 career goals. Now, McDavid's not far behind. He's got 199 career goals. So uh, how good a chance is there that that changes, uh, if not tomorrow night, then certainly the next probably pretty strong let's get to some thoughts on that 6-5 victory they don't all come uh, pretty that's for sure here's Dave Tippett it's like there's ebbs and flows of games there's things you do well things you got to clean up but in the end I'm glad we found a way to win it was kind of a sloppy game that that uh, you know we find a way to capitalize on a couple chances we drew some penalties helped us we can't all be masterpieces. There can't all be things that the coach walks out and say, "Oh boy, that was great." It was. It was good. We found a way to get two points. That's a good thing going on the road. Mike Smith leaving this game and sort of caught a lot of media cats by surprise. At least where I was sitting, I know I looked down and it was just sort of, "Oh, when did Koskinen end up in the game?" But what happened is at about eight and a half minutes of that second period, uh, Mike Smith was fallen on somewhat uh, awkwardly by Devin Shore, and it looked fairly innocuous at the time. But a couple minutes later, something must have tightened up on Smith, so he, as Dave Tippett confirmed post game, will get looked at uh, or already has been this morning. And uh, and we'll see his status as day to day. I cannot confirm or deny whether he took the trip down to Seattle. It sounded like he probably would have, but I, I don't want to put um, put anything out on the line there. So uh, we'll get an update from Bob on that front tomorrow, certainly, if, uh, if we don't via the team later online. But the real highlight of last night's game, if not for the nine points from the top line combined, was yet another really effective performance by Cassian, Derek Ryan and Warren Fogle and what instant chemistry has been found with this line uh, Drysidle himself who had four points last night talking about what it means to be playing and uh, with this with this third line at the team's disposal he's been great both games I thought especially that whole line they've been really really good I thought maybe consistently uh, maybe our best line um, you know they're creating uh, they're skating um, they're, they're getting the pucks in and, and doing the little things right. So uh, they've been a, a, a big, big help for us and a big line for us. And they got a couple of players who you can keep it simple with. Those are huge bodies between Fogel and Cassian going in there to forecheck. And as Cassian explains, Derek Ryan compliments that very nicely. I think as we play the same game, I think we're very we're very direct. Well, that's when we're at our best, when we're being direct, we're chipping pucks. But I think the big the big thing with us is when we chip pucks, we can get it back because we have speed and we, we, we can make it tough on D. And I think once we get down there, we have ability to make plays and bring it to the net and create havoc. And I think when you have two guys that do the same on the line, but then you have Ryan that's so smart and cerebral and takes care of us because sometimes we over forward check and do those things. But I think as a line, like I mentioned earlier, um, we just feed off each other really well and watching that first goal that Cassian finished off the beautiful passing play that saucer pass through the goal mouth by uh, Nugent Hopkins that was set up because Warren Fogle went and pulled a puck out of the corner and you don't want to boil it down too simply 
But that's kind of exactly what he was brought here to do. Go forecheck a puck out of the corner, get it to one of the skilled centermen or players on this team, and let's see if we can't work it around in the offensive zone. Boom, boom, two passes later, it's in the back of the net. So a real good microcosm of, of the success that this line can and has been having. It's all contributing really, of course, it's a 3-0 start to the season, but how about the likability of this Oilers team as a whole. Here's Dreisaitl again. We've added a couple amazing human beings in the first place to our group, and, and obviously they're really good hockey players uh, that comes along with it. So um, we've added a lot of character to our group, which which is big. Uh, you, you need that. You need those characters in your room. Uh, so all the guys that, that have been added or that are new, uh, you know, they've, they've done a tremendous job of, of helping our team win. And, um, you know, we obviously uh, need them to continue that. Evan Bouchard, a plus two last night. He had a goal and an assist, played just over 19 and a half minutes. Seven blocked shots for Bouchard, and one of them standing out in particular on the penalty kill. You know, he's expanding his skill set, and we figured that he would have to in order to get up to those higher minute totals to have a a higher chance of impacting the game. It's nice to see the youngster out there, uh, you know, getting a chance to really sow his oats. He talked about getting consistent minutes. Yeah, I just want to play uh, my game. Not really focus too much on the on the minutes. I just want to play uh, play a hard, strong game so that uh, in those crucial minutes you can play. I think uh, you know it's just hard work, and you really have to um, embrace uh, wherever they put you, wh- whatever role it is, and uh, that's what I'm doing now. The Don has just texted us at 780-496-0063, and this actually rings a bell. Is it Evan Bouchard's birthday today? Cody, can you look that up on the fly for me? Yeah, it is. It is. All right. Happy birthday. I'm not singing. To Evan Bouchard. I I won't make your ears bleed over the radio, but uh, head coach Dave Tippett, he was singing the praises of Bouchard recently. A solid player, smart player, reads situations well. Usually uh, executes pretty well, calm with the puck, engaged engaged in the physical battles, which is the biggest part of his maturity is his game. Is he's he's not he's not running anybody over. He's just using his body well, using body position to box people out, things like that, to hold pucks. He's a he's a good player. And we'll see how that game translates to the road. All has been going fairly well for the Oilers on home ice. They took care of business like you would want them to. Now they get uh, a reeling Coyotes team on the road, and then they follow it up the next night with the, uh, well, hey, I would say that Vegas has not gotten off to the start that they would want either. A couple guys hurt. Mark Stone's out. uh, Max Pacioretty is out. So, uh, you know, opportunity basically is what I'm saying. Knocking on the door right now. This team could be 5-0 over the next couple of games games today's top story brought to you by legacy heating and cooling whether it's heating or cooling you need get it with no payments and no interest for a year that's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling tomorrow night it is the oilers and the coyotes live from the desert six o'clock face-off show eight o'clock puck drop on chad friday night the oilers take on vegas same start time eight o'clock when we come back on oilers now we'll get to nhl today for our friends at elite promotional marketing it's brendan escott with you brendan escott in on this wednesday as bob and the team travel down to sky harbor airport in phoenix i don't think they have one specifically in glendale so i assume they fly right into phoenix great city can't wait to visit anyway 
I'm sure the Oilers are saying the same after not being able to have done any kind of a road trip as a team for the last couple of years. And you got to figure that's where so much of the bonding and the chemistry and that sort of thing goes on. Uh, and it sure did when we grew up as hockey players. Why would it be any different now? So when you listen to Dave Tippett talking about, you know, the opportunity for them to spend a couple extra days down in the desert after that game on Friday, they don't play um, from that Friday until next Wednesday when they're back at home against Philadelphia. So, you know, some time for them to, to really grow and gel. Although you look at the picture from 30,000 feet right now, and I think they look like they like each other an awful lot. The team looks like they're having so much fun out there. We'll see, you know, once they lose a game, whether it's the same puppies and rainbows and that sort of stuff. But it's fun to be around right now. And by goodness, we're going to ride that wave as long as we can. Right into NHL today. For our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, company branded apparel, products, and awards, all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. What's going on in the rest of the league? Well, let's go down to Calgary here. Glenn Godden, this is just from like less than an hour ago. He's been put on waivers. Uh, over in Montreal, Bergevin spoke to the media today. Two things from that. He did say it's a long shot that she Weber ever plays in the NHL again. That's obviously disappointing for a hockey fan. And also, Joel Edmondson, he's going to be taking time away from the team. Uh, Bergevin said he was extremely shook up by his father, not doing so well in his battle with lung cancer. Unfortunate there. We got a fine and a suspension. Florida Panthers forward Joe Thornton. He's been fined $1,875 for slashing uh, Tampa forward Boris Kachuk. Not a big paycheck or, uh, you know, pay cut coming from Joe Thornton. And St. Louis Blues forward Pavel Buchnevich. He's been suspended two games for headbutting Arizona Coyotes forward Lawson Krause. So they do suspend for that. Just checking. They do? Yeah. Okay. Um... What, did you say that Thornton's was the maximum allowable? Five thousand? Yeah. No, no, it's not. No, it's not five thousand. So I think it's different per like spearing and hits and stuff. Right. And the maximum allowable for a spear or slash, I guess it was considered. That's eighteen hundred bucks for Joe Thornton. So if a five thousand dollar fine equals roughly a hundred and fifty dollars to an NHL player, what does a an eighteen hundred dollar slap on the wrist do for 42 year old joe thornton that's the ever going debate he's made 110 million in his nhl career he's getting fined less than two grand for a stick to a area that hurts mm. all right well i don't want to get myself in trouble but i will say that with that kind of punishment if you will i'm going back to the dressing room and saying money well spent because it isn't much money. Anyway, lots to come still on Oilers now. Uh, we'll talk more about, you know, not the greatest performance last night. You don't want to allow five goals to this Anaheim team or any team out there. But they still came away with the win. So you detractors out there, I mean, where do we where do we split the difference on this? No, they didn't look as good as they have by their own admission. You can't play up to 100% every night. But do you come away with the win more often than not? This time they can say yes. I think we got to be looking at some bright spots, and one of them is Miko Koskinen. Now, I know Anaheim yes. hit a couple of posts, but Koskinen was kicking in there. I mean, that's what you want. He comes in cold. That's not easy to do. And he really, I know he bobbled a couple with his glove hand, but that's that's nothing really new. But there was also times where he really settled things down. He looked calm. He looked controlled. That's what you want. And Dave Tippett fully agreeing with Cody Jansen. He's been good all camp. He's been, he's been very good, so... We, uh, you know, we talked about putting Koski in tonight to start this one, and Schmidt's played two real strong games. We were going to see if we could close out uh, our homestand with 3-0, and so we went with Schmidt again. 
unfortunately couldn't finish and Koski came in and, and got us a win. So it's we we've liked both guys all through camp. All like I said, in camp all four guys and now Skinner's gone down there and played very well too, so we're uh, we're certainly comfortable with the goaltending. 20 of 21 saves for Miko Koskinen once he got called into action last night. What did Brian Lawton think of that? What does he think of uh, Montreal? Off to a slow start or Buffalo 3-0 on the season? We'll find out after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.